Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. This week, we are reviewing, finally, the Lego movie, the second part. Uh, yes, we in fact are. I wonder, is it Lego Movie 2 the second part or is it Lego Movie the second part? It's Lego Movie 2 the second part. That's weird. That's fine though. I mean, as as, like, as far as the franchise goes, like I feel like that's like it's just part of it. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. there's a sequel and it's a convoluted, really long like name. It's like, oh, that's it's it's on brand. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, so we'll be talking about that a little bit later. That's right. We apologize. This, this is weeks late, but it's well, fine. It came out on the like literally the night that we recorded the the episode three hundred. Yeah, um, that's whenever this movie dropped, and uh, and so like yeah. it just didn't work out that and time. And then last week I was trying to get over a, a uh, cold that had tried to kill me. Yes, um, and it's still. Still, still has a, a death grip on me. Yeah, it's like I, I, I still imagine this thing like clinging to your rib cage inside is, of basically. your body, just like this this creature in there. <laughs> I worked out once this week and literally thought I was coughing up my lung. I mean, you, you might have been. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's just like that, that whenever you cough that hard, like sometimes you're just like, ooh, this has yeah. got to be. This is not just you know. Whatever the air. Whatever the the bean living inside me did not like those burpees. Yeah. The. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like, what are you trying to do to us? Yeah, yeah. I mean, are you so? But you're feeling a little bit better. I feel, this week. Yeah, I'm like, feeling way better. You sound a lot better tonight than you did even like last night. That's great. Um, which gets into like what I was doing this week. We I played a lot of Apex oh, Legends. Man, so much. Well, okay, I say so much. As much as I could. It's literally the only thing I've been playing. Like yeah. as far as like as whenever game time has happened. Yeah, I've been playing Apex Legends, so I, which is super interesting and super fun to me. Uh huh. Because. With like Red Dead, it was like okay, this has got to be a big event, like, and that's what was like what have been has been what I've been working through since October, like, so that's yeah. the big game. Yeah. And Catherine, even this week, she was like, "You, you're, you're playing like more games," and I was like, "Yeah, because I can sit down for like seven minutes, ten minutes, and like play a match, yeah. rather than it being like okay, I want to sit down." get immersed in the world, let it wash over me, you yeah. know, like yeah, yeah. that sort of thing. Like it's, it's literally just like a sit down and, Oh, I'm going to drop someplace risky this time. Well, that's the thing. You know, this is, I mean, I've, you know, I've been playing Fortnite for a while, you know, whatever. And, um, uh, but like, uh, this is the first time that, um, in a while that mm. I think our crew has kind of been like playing the same game. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it's been nice to like play multiplayer with people again. Agreed. Also, like, uh, I don't know. Like, sometimes, you know, just life gets in the way. And so, like, this is kind of coming back into, like, okay, I actually have a little bit of time before bed that I can uh, I can play this stuff. So For sure. Yeah. I mean, that's just, like, that's, yeah, there are, it ebbs and flows, man. It ebbs yeah. and flows. Um, and honestly, like, we talked about before, like, whenever you're not feeling well, whenever you're, like, sick or whatever, like, you don't have the capacity necessarily to be, like, I want to activate my brain in such a way to play a game, you know, right. any game. Right. Um, it's mostly, like, let me just put something on that exists and does its thing without me. Yeah. Like, if I fall asleep here on the couch, like, oh, yeah. it goes on without me. Like, there's a level of stress with a video game where, like, if I fall asleep playing a video game on this, like, it's it just sits there. Yeah. There's it doesn't continue without me. Right. It just it just it happens. Well, the thing is, and, a, and this is the thing. This is Arthur Morgan will end up being underfed. Apex, you know? Apex Legends is is so new and and fresh and stuff like that that like it has a an appeal to me greater than Fortnite right now. Yeah. 
Yeah, we actually played some Fortnite earlier this week, though. Yeah, and I, and I still really enjoy that game. We're gonna get that free battle pass, gonna dude. Get free battle pass. Gonna so. get the free battle pass. You know, next, next, uh, next, this whole next season, yeah. probably gonna be in, in that. I mean, the thing is, like, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and like, I'm waiting to find out what's in the Apex Legends battle pass That's to see true. if I want to spend yeah. money on it. Um, but, That's what I'm excited for. Yeah, I'm excited for. This is what I'm loving about Apex Legends right now. They're they are updating the game. Mm-hmm. We just got a new gun. Yeah. Um, it's a fantastic gun. Yeah, it's it's great. Like uh, they removed some of the bugs that was that were kicking you back to like title screen whenever you come out of a match or something like that. Mm, interesting. Um, so like those lobby um, issues are being solved. Uh, they're going to come out with a battle pass here in a few like a week. I mean, they uh, said in March. I don't know yeah. if it's the first of March. I don't know why they I, would wait. I, why? Why? Yeah. Why wouldn't it be the first of March? Um, a lot of people have been p- proposing that it's late March because it'll be like, oh, it's probably in the like first day of spring, which is like March twenty sixth or something like that. What do, you, what do you hope is in the battle pass? Um, I hope that a lot of a lot of uh, the. The character banners, like I hope there's like like poses. animated ones. Yeah, like I hope there's cool a lot ones. of cooler stuff that is like there's a direct path to get to. Because the only like issue that I have right now is like there are specific items on like certain characters that I would want. Where it's like, oh, I play you know these three characters are my mains, and like I just, just kind of go between them. And it's like I want those to be, look super cool, yeah. but I keep getting things for these other characters. Yeah, and I'm like, mm, I would almost rather it be like I can see that this is the thing that I'm gonna get, and then. I don't care how long it takes me to get there. I'm going to get there eventually. Or if it gives you what, what if it get, gives you some unlocks and you can yes. just like unlock whatever you want. Yeah. It gives you like the crafting material, the shards yeah. or whatever they are. Yeah. And I'm, I'm slowly accruing those. I've actually unlocked a couple of, uh, a couple of things like small lower tier things with yeah, that's those. What I've like been doing. where it's like, okay, cool. I'm using this character more. I don't want to use the default skin. Let me just like, or get, this get gun the skin that one. I actually like a lot. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, okay, this is cool. Um, and so like that, those are the things that I've been doing. The thing is it's a free to play game and I really like it. Yeah. I do think that the things that you can pay for right now seem a little expensive. Yeah. They're, it's a little like convoluted. Like the thing that I like about, Fortnite is the simplicity of mm-hmm. the currency and in-game economy. Agreed. You have V Bucks. That is thing. literally it. Yep. Um, there are three different currencies in this. There's yeah. like Apex coins and these legendary bits, and then like the, all the crafting materials. And it's like, okay, why? Yeah. Like, just why? <laughs> like, yeah. why is my, that's my question. Well, I don't like, see like we don't use. This is the thing. In the normal economy, we don't use three different kinds of money. Yeah, we yeah, have yeah. money. Dollars. Okay. I mean, you don't just have gold if, like in your pocket, no. Chris. Like if, little gold flakes that you like have weighted out and like. You and know. if I go somewhere else, you know what they take in Canada? Canadian dollars. Yeah. And if like, I go to, oh, you could exchange it like for this other thing, but it's like yeah. so you know there should be like a you're, what you're saying is from game to game there should be an exchange. Some well, sort not of an exchange I'm saying within, within one game, you know, look at a game as a country. Like yeah. just have the same currency and yeah. you earn the same currency or whatever. So that part's a little like weird and frustrating, and I know like different different currencies unlock different things, and that's why they do it. But like that's just strange to well, me. Well, and then like there's one currency that literally the only thing that I can do with it right now is unlock these new characters, right? Like is to unlock the two yeah. the two and characters. Yeah, you accrue it real slowly. And, or once I've purchased a twenty dollars skin for a gun, I can then purchase an additional. Like bonus skin with that currency, but like I can't do anything with it until I've spent the real money and like bought yeah. the twenty dollars skin to begin with. And I'm like, oh, really? It's 20, I know it's twenty so bucks. That's expensive. For yeah, one like skin? I think I think the economy system like that on a gun. Again, I'm not I'm not I'm not. Um, it's a little different with Fortnite, where it's like you can look 
you can have these crazy skins and you don't mm -hmm. have to look the same. You yeah. don't have specific characters that you're choosing. And so like that's the appeal to me whenever I buy things in Fortnite. It's yeah. like, well, I really, really like this skin. Mm -hmm. um, whereas I don't see myself spending that much money on something like that. What I hope is in something like the Battle Pass that I will spend money on yep. is I hope that there's actually like more, um, what do they call legends in there? Yeah. Because what, you know, what they've said their philosophy is surrounding the legends is that like there isn't a – a legend that's necessarily better than the other. Mm -hmm. They just um, uh, cater to different play styles. Right. And I will say, like, they've done a really good job of balancing these guys. Ooh, because, yeah. And I think part of it is the fact that, like, the movement's the same and you use the same guns. Mm -hmm. You know, and then and then the really only difference is your special abilities. And those abilities, like, they, they've done a really good job of, like, there isn't a wrong way to play. Like, if you're a good Mirage, like, if you're really good with, with her, like... Then it's like you go up against a good bloodhound, and they're like yeah. amazing, you know. And so yeah, and I mean, it's I like okay, the skill level of one character to another. It's like okay, sure, they may have known how to use bloodhound better than you know how to use mirage, but it's like you can still, if you have the equal skill level with yeah. the, that character specifically, like you can still have a great, like well matched battle. Like it's it's not like there's one ultimate character. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I don't think there's a I don't think there's a a right way. I think there's a right way to play each character. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's a right way to play the game. Right. Um, like saying, like, you have to be Gibraltar or whatever. Yeah. Like or no matter what, you have to have a lifeline on your team. Like, yeah, it's like I you mean, can, you know, I've, I've won not having a lifeline. The on dynamics my team. are different depending on who you have and their skill level and what they, you know, abilities are and all that kind of stuff. Um, I like all that. Like, I, I just want whatever's in the battle pass to be valuable enough to me to, like, make it worth the. Agreed the time investment. That's why I say I'm like on a wait and see for that battle pass, but I think I'll probably pick it up as long as there's like something like a new hero or yeah. a, uh, like some, you know, some level of like, Oh, you can get this thing that I've been wanting for a, a fairly reasonable price yeah. or whatever. So, but that's what they've said. Like, or at least, you know, early on they said, you know, like we want the battle pass, you know, or sorry, they didn't say with, with the battle pass. They said with each new season, we right. will introduce new legends and new guns, new ways to play. Um, they recently, like, people were crawling the source code, the PC source code, and found um, code that referred to uh, solo and nice. duo modes. Yeah. I mean, who knows? You know, like, I'm sure those, they were tested. Yeah. Um, I, and honestly, like, I could see why right off the bat they wouldn't want to have right. a ton of modes. Right. But now that their player base is pretty big. I think they could start introducing those maybe with each season. Yeah, be really and, cool. And I can see the appeal of like um, of a, a solo mode. Like that's an extreme change of the gameplay because like it's all based on team and, yeah. and being with your team. And if you're not with your team, like we numerous times the other night, you and I were playing, and we had a third, and like the third would just run off by themselves yeah. and get us all killed. You know, and, and yeah. so um, it's a uh, it's a situation where you want to be like in a team, but. A solo mode, like if the balance is right as far as the characters go, why not? Like, why right. wouldn't uh, it work? Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I uh, I'd love to see you know both those. So that, you know you don't always have to have that third. Yeah. And because if you don't, or if we because if you do, then you're at a disadvantage. Right. You know, if right. you like you you have somebody who's not on the same page as you or whatever. That's true. A lot of times we would drop in and be like, this is this person's first match. Or a lot of times you drop yeah. in and it's like, oh my goodness, this is they've got like a thousand kills or whatever. Yeah. So, um, But yeah, dude, I, I've been playing a lot of Apex. It's super fun. Yeah. I also uh, I watched the third Resident Evil movie, Resident Evil Extinction. Nice. I've been watching, working my way through those movies. Um, it was really good. I never saw the third one. Mm -hmm. I don't believe because I don't remember it. <laughs> Um, but it was really good. I uh, cool. enjoyed it a lot. 
You've been you've been uh, pleasantly surprised by those movies. I mean, so I'd seen the first one, second one before. Yeah. And like I have always loved. I re- actually really liked the first first one. The second mm. one is eh, it's okay. Um, but the third one was really really good as well. I I have not seen like four, five, and six. And honestly, though, like you know, we talk about they don't they don't have like great you know like critic scores, but they're good mm. movies. Yeah. I think honestly, they're better movies than like. Things like Doom or like other mm. other oh, movies we point to that are based on video game franchises. Like this is a actually a really good series. I mean, it's a it's kind of a mindless zombie action f- f- series. But if you know what you're getting into, yeah, that's what it is. That makes me excited for like the uh, the uh, same creative team is gonna is doing the uh, Monster Hunter movie. Nice. That's um, cool. And so yeah, so like that that makes me excited for that movie a little bit. Like where it's like oh, at the very least, like it'll probably be like in that like okay range of like hey, this will be enjoyable to watch. You know, because yeah. like that's the the worst thing I feel like is is a lot of the video, like Doom. You mentioned Doom. Yeah. Doom is not enjoyable to watch. Really, no. like it just isn't. Um, the rock aside, like it's just not not a not a good movie to watch. Like it's just like don't don't do it. Um, and w- whereas like oh this uh, makes me a little, a little bit more. Um, there's a reason I guess that they made so many of the Resident Evil movies. First off, yeah, it's like they were good enough to get people to watch them and to get a following enough to do that. And uh, and so like it d- it does make me a little bit more excited for like the Monster Hunter thing because it's like oh that's another video game movie and it's like oh are we gonna have another? It's just perfectly bottom edge of okay video game movie which is kind of you know where where we've been there's been good ones not like great ones like and blow your mind amazing ones or anything but like there's been been, and i'm not saying this is a great one yeah i'm just saying like it's it's just good it's good yeah i enjoy it yeah it's fun i like lore is fun different characters from the video games showing up i'm in it's awesome i haven't i haven't actually watched any of them chris any of the Resident Evil movies. You should watch the first one at least. Okay. Okay. And again, this is a like early two thousands action movie. I got you. Go in with that expectation. Because <laughs> uh, movies do age, you know. Oh, yeah. Like. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, and like, what's weird is like, I, there's movies that I remember fondly that like people like, like just just thinking about them now. I'm like, I don't know if that was actually like a good good movie. Like whenever I th- like, would I enjoy it now? Like watching it like in you know. Yeah. Knowing what I know, like an action movie can be, would I enjoy that movie today? I mean, I think there are movies that you like, you know, Die Hard. I yeah. think oh, that's yeah. that's a movie that you enjoy today. Like a almost a perfect movie. The Rundown. I think that is a. Mo- a I mean, it's an old movie, man. Fantastic. At movie. this point, what is it? At least twenty years old. Oh, dude, it is so like I. Oh, when did that come out? It was old whenever I watched it the first time. I got like I rented it on video with Jay Pinions way back in the day. Let's see when the Rundown came out. I'm gonna look. Because what's your, what's your guess? What do you guess? I guess it came out in 2004. 2003. Ah, so close. So what is what what is that? That's uh what is this? This is 2019. Yes. 16 years ago. Yeah. Man. I mean, it's a great movie. It's a great movie though. It's a real good movie. Yeah, and I mean that's that's a, a young The Rock. Yeah. A young The Rock. A, a young The Rock. Um <laughs> <laughs> a young Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, but yeah, that movie's fantastic. If, you, if if people haven't watched the rundown, watch the rundown. Yeah, one of my favorite movies ever. It's a really good. Like, it's a good. It's not like a uh, a movie where you're like, oh man, that was like a thinker, or that was like one that like. Um, no, it's got Christopher Walken in it. Yeah, it's got the Rock in it. What more do you need? Sean William Scott. I mean, 
Honestly, like, and, and and the way that that movie unfolds, like, it's such a good journey, like the yeah. ride. You're just along for the ride. Like, it all takes place within like a short period of time, and it's it's it hits all the beats that you want it to hit, and it, it then it doesn't stay overstay its welcome. Um, Rosario Dawson, a young Rosario Dawson. Dude, I she's forgot about that. Awesome. Anyway, it, it may, the the thing that makes me want. One of the most sad things, I should say, of Marvel's Netflix shows going away yeah. is that I won't be able to watch Rosario Dawson do like all of the different ones. Like she was the connective tissue between right. all of these shows. Right. And like she was fantastic in every single one. E- even in Iron Fist, which has some of the worst of that the Marvel universe on Netflix has to offer. She was in a large portion of and literally every single time I'm just like that was it was worth it for that alone. Like that that, that interaction yeah, yeah. that you just had with these people, it's like it's just it, yeah, anyway. Well, I think fantastic. you stumbled upon uh, one of our news items. The news! the news. I love that there's just like news just lying about and you yeah. just kind of like it's like Minesweeper. Trip, trip over it. Yeah, it's like whenever you're in Minesweeper on on uh on the old Windows computers I'll clicking have, around. I'll have you know. Minesweeper is one of my favorite games of all time. Dude, it's a good one. It's a real good strategy game. I always I got, hated it. I got it. real good at it for a while. Oh, dude, you were like, see, that's the other thing is you were really good at it. <laughs> um, to the point where like I feel like I gave up on that game because I was like, well, there's no no way I can be as good as Chris. <laughs> like, I've already we've already got our Minesweeper person here. Like I got to be one of the other members of the team. Yeah. Like I got to be good at a different video game because Chris has already got Minesweeper <laughs> up there. It's that. It's that. I mean, and I'm not necessarily good at math. But I am good at deductive reasoning, which is what I think that game actually requires. It's really funny, like that one, that game, and then uh, something like like Picross. Yeah, have I'd, very I love similar like similar hooks, like gameplay hooks, where you're like, yeah. it's just like you look at these numbers on the board and you f- just figure out where everything fits. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I need to play. I need to find a good P- Picross game that didn't doesn't require a ton of microtransactions. Because remember, I was playing uh, mm. whatever that was on. 3ds mm-hmm. and i loved it yep but i like did the math on how much money i was going i th- feel like i did it here on the show they have so and it was going to cost like 30 dollars or something on switch there's two that you need to check out there's it's not like there aren't themed ones on the switch yet where it's like oh it's, it's pokemon picross right. or whatever it was yeah um but there is picross s okay and then picross s2 and both of those are single price okay i think they're about like so seven seven dollars for like that's fine however many like hundreds of these things at so least it's, it's not like 30 or whatever that other one ended up Oh, being. dude, it was a lot. Was we, like, did the, we did the math. Yeah, it was like if you like basically if you did all, bought all the things, it yep. was, they were ringing you out. Mm. I mean, money. and there are like ripoff uh, Picross ones, but like the the I feel like the thing that Picross, the actual like official Picross, gets right is the interface. Mm. Like the interface mm-hmm. is so snappy, and yeah. it's like, it, oh, you know, that wasn't right. Let me correct that. Like you don't have to like like wait on lag or like figure your way through this whole thing. Like it's very, like it feels good yeah. um, to complete one. And it feels like, right. Which is like such a weird. Yeah, it, it is weird. Weird minutia to like dig out of it. Anyway, the news, the news, Chris, Netflix has finally canceled the last two remaining stalwarts of the Marvel streaming television universe. That's right. Jessica Jones and the Punisher gone. They pulled the lever. Although the Jessica, stage out. Jessica Jones is actually getting a, an end. Like I, there, there is a, it sounds like, I think. It, so right? every single time, like I feel like 
I feel like they had had planned that if they wanted to end it after this next season, it would be fine. Um, I think it's kind of one of those like where it's like, oh, we don't know how long we're going to be able to do this. Like the creative team um, behind it. I mean, episode uh, so season three is not out yet, right? And it's coming out. And what I what I read from mm-hmm. um, what's the actress who plays Jessica Jones? I forget her name. Uh, Kristen Ritter is her name. Yeah. Uh, so she had tweeted. Uh, can't wait for you to see. So glad. So something like so glad we got to uh, shoot the series finale of this of this se- series or something like that. Yeah, I mean that's the other thing like about about the uh, the that show is that like each season. So the first season was fantastic and could have ended at the end of that season, but because they rolled her character into uh, the defenders, um. They like forwarded her story on down into season two, right? Yeah. And then season two was like okay um, in a lot of respects, uh, but, but I feel like in, it, where they got to in the end was fine. But where they had to begin from, from the end of uh, the Defenders series, like th- that whole thing, um, they had to begin from such a strange spot that it like it just. The pacing felt a little off on that season. Yeah. Um, then, like with this season, it's like I I'm glad that they're having a chance to like okay now let's just end this thing or let's get it to the point where like okay it's at the end of season one again where like okay we can end it here and it would be fine you know these characters exist now like and they go on and or or they die or like whatever like I just I hope that it has like can get back to that point where at the end of season one, where I was like, man, if they don't make another season of that, that was just a fantastic miniseries or yeah. a fantastic show in and of itself. Well, and this is the only one that's actually getting an ending, an ending if yeah. this is the case. Yeah. And th- like, that's the other thing. Like I, uh, I wish that daredevil would get an ending. Yeah. I wish that like, you know, Luke Cage, obviously like that didn't get an ending. Like the only scenario ending. in which they would is if, you know, they live on, on the Disney streaming service somehow. Yeah. Or Hulu picks them up somehow, like that sort of thing. I mean, it's, I don't think it's a matter of picking them up. I think it's a matter of like Disney wanting to give the rights to someone else. I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't think any Disney property mm-hmm. once the streaming service launches is going to go anywhere else. Like we have different Marvel movie or uh, shows or yeah. spread out, spread out like on Fox and NBC and all this ABC uh, with Agents of Shield mm-hmm. and and on Netflix. But like I, we, I don't we have some on Freeform with uh, Cloak and Dagger. Yeah, I just I don't I don't foresee like other than possibly Freeform and ABC mm-hmm. like still like keeping things in the family or whatever. Yeah, uh, I don't see them launching new properties. On anything other than their own streaming service, Techni- like technically though, they've said that their new streaming services is supposed to be um, family friendly. Like the, all of the content will be family friendly, which is which is I, I find it uh, not a good idea. But they also own a third of Hulu, and so that's the only reason why I'm like, okay, maybe Hulu. Yeah, the, the thing that makes me be like, I feel like that's a loose term, mm-hmm. is because they said the same thing about what used to be ABC Family is now which Freeform. Is freeform. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily call the stuff that yeah. was on ABC Family family friendly. I mean, like even the uh, like other stuff on Freeform, like even like Cloak and Dagger and stuff like that. Like well, there th- are there are like there's yeah. language. It's like it's it's true. It's I think, fairly I think violent. That's why like they, it's, they they turned it into Freeform rather than ABC Family. So yeah, kind of get away from that. <laughs> They're like, ah, oh, let's not market this as a family thing, you know. Um, hmm. and that, but that's uh, again, that's why I feel like even on with ABC Family, there was questionable stuff on there in terms of like what is actually like. 
what is what is what are you what is your definition of family friendly here? Right, right. Um, it's it's like the it's family not gonna encompasses all, lots of ages. It's not going to be rated all G. You know, I, uh, I that's that was the only reason why I was like, okay, Hulu would be a, a likely candidate because again, they own yeah. a third of it, and it's like, okay, well, maybe they're mature or like even the Marvel movies that are going to end up being on, th- on there aren't they PG thirteen movies? I don't know. I think they that's are. A good aren't question. they rated PG thirteen? Thirteen. I agree, but whenever you <laughs> whenever you say family friendly, yeah, you think of things like you know, Kipper and VeggieTales. Well, and I, th- I think blue, of like and the big blue couch. Yeah, and, I think of like the other Disney like cha- like the uh, like the Disney Channel kind of stuff that they yeah. have like on Disney Channel, and then like Disney XD. Like I think of those things as like family friendly. I just think things. we're not going to get any hard R's on there. This is an HBO. That's po- possible. You know, yeah. This is, this is but this is everything but. But I do feel like like if uh, the Marvel Netflix stuff like that that definitely like I mean, hit got the close. R kind of stuff. I, I would I would I would wonder in the violence, if that was actually like rated like TV fourteen or mm, whatever it is. I don't know. That's a good question. Like I feel like it would be uh, it hits hits some of that in the violence and the language in especially like. Uh, I feel like you can get away with a lot, dude. Maybe I feel. I mean, because they didn't. I mean, they're not. And on they're dropping. Were they, they weren't dropping any f bombs, were they? I feel like they were in Jared Daredevil and like Luke Cage. I feel like they like they definitely. I don't did. remember it in Daredevil. I never watched Luke Cage. I believe that. Let's find. I'm gonna find out. I'm okay, gonna find do, out. Do, do a quick Google. But like you know, you think of okay the violence. The thing that would make a that makes you can have literally as much violence as you want in a movie. The minute you show blood, that's when it turns it into a hard R. And so it's like okay. As long as we don't show blood, we can. This can be as violent as we want it to be, and it's still gonna like pull in at that PG thirteen level. So yes, they they had reasonable amounts of language in Jessica Jones and season two of Daredevil, and like moving forward from that point. So basically, Jessica Jones, the the, the second season of something that came out, yeah, they started like going into that like that yeah. realm. Again, we'll wait and see what happens. They can say all they want. It's true. <laughs> I mean, again, like it's I, their service. I think again, people will be in for it. Is the thing like people? I don't know. I feel like there's enough of a fan base for these shows specifically. Yeah. That they're they would be they would not be smart to overlook it. Like if if they're not looking for a way to continue these shows on their own service or something that they own, like that. I feel like that gets a lot of the people uh, <coughs> on day one if they put it on. Um, their own service you know yeah. it's like that that could pull people over yeah. so yeah. yeah we'll see we'll see what they do or if they just relaunch everything you know yeah recast it all like just again we never saw any of the streaming numbers and like, they may not have been strong i don't know who knows next piece of news chris okay let's this should like i feel like like second week in a row was the second week in a row there's a new segment here about uh andrew house uh going out and saying you strange mean Sh- sean layden uh, well, last time it was sean layden oh so sony executives we'll say yeah. that sony executives saying uh odd things about places no this is sean layden as well so it's sean layden so sean layden says dumb said, things saying saying some strange things uh in interviews <laughs> <laughs> so he in an interview um about e3 he says quote when we decided to take video games out of ces back in 1995 during the playstation one era e3 served two constituencies retailers and journalists retailers would come in and you'd see see someone come in and they would say i'm from sears and i handle hot wheels barbie vhs and video games so what are you about and there was a huge educational uh, component. Then you had journalists who had magazines, 
and time, uh, lead time and jockeying for a position on the cover, and there was no internet to speak of. So a trade show at that time of year for the nascent industry was exactly what we needed to do. And now we have an event in February called Destination PlayStation. Wordplay. That was, that was me saying that. <laughs> Back to the quote, quote, where we bring all the retailers and third-party partners to come hear the story for the year. They're making purchasing decisions in February. June, now, speaking of E3, is too late to have a Christmas holiday discussion with retailers. So retail has really dropped off. And journalists now, with the internet and the fact that 24-7 there is game news, it's lost its impact around that. Quote, so the trade show has become a trade show without a lot of trade activity. The world has changed, but E3 hasn't necessarily changed with it. As the industry evolves, Sony Interactive Entertainment continues to look for innovative opportunities to engage the community. PlayStation fans mean the world to us, and we always want to innovate, think differently, and experiment with ways to delight gamers. As a result, we've decided not to participate in E3 in 2019. We're exploring new and familiar ways to engage the community in 2019. Yeah. So, Sony has a bad habit of providing odd explanations for their actions, their questionable actions. Uh, because this, none of this honestly need to be explained. Just like, no. just do your thing. Yeah. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. If whatever you want to do, but don't come out here and be like, Hey, you know, times have changed so much that E3 just does like, doesn't do it for us anymore. Yeah. Uh, because, If that were the case, mm-hmm. then no one would do E3 anymore. This is true. What I think has happened, um, this is pure conjecture on my part. What I think has happened is they've, like at least this year, they're looking at their suite of games, their portfolio, and I think they're probably too early yeah. to announce anything for the PS5. Yeah. So they don't want to announce something that's going to end up on the PS5 because you'd have to show gameplay or that features the PS5 or something. Like, you need the PS5 to talk about PS5 games. Right. Really, honestly. Yeah. Unless you're just going to push a bunch of things. I also don't... I think that, like, the only thing things they have in the pipeline are games that we have now seen for two years in a row. Mm-hmm. And they tried last year to get us to re-engage with these games in a different way by, you know, taking us to that dance hall and doing those extended, uh, extended looks mm-hmm. at the games. Then when they say, we're going to focus, like on what did they say five games initially five games um throughout this and then they kind of shoved their third party uh people into these like intermission times right um you know destiny is one of them uh i think they they look at that they're like well we could, we we kind of bombed last year doing the same thing and we were going to have to do the same thing this year so yeah. the same five games again yeah let's not do that but it seems weird to to completely pull off the show floor, mm-hmm. like not have any kind of like presence there at all. That's yeah. the weird part. And then to say that that it's not good for journalists, like hey, journalists, you know, they don't need a, need E three anymore. Yeah, that's that's fine. But they all still go. Well, and then like literally every single outlet has said like, oh, E three is like some of our highest traffic on our like sites, like that's whenever people are looking for game news on our sites. Yeah. And so like if people are looking for game news and then just PlayStation is completely out of the discussion, I feel like that's a misstep. 
you know, where it's like, oh, you're just allowing your, you know, everyone else in, in the industry to to come out and, and to say all of this awesome stuff is coming to our platforms yeah. and be, be mysteriously silent. Yeah. Um, later on in the interview, like something he kind of references something that you just talked about where he says that uh, um, his quote is, and I feel like if we ring the bell and people show up here in force, people have expectations, quote, or like, oh, they're going to tell us something. And that's the end of his quote, where he's like talking about E3, where it's like, if we go to E3, people are going to be like, oh, we expect us to tell you something. And it's like, well, of course. You should tell us something. I also feel like Nintendo and even Xbox to a certain extent, like in those years where like they didn't have, you know, basically anything to show, they still like came and they showed things and, and they did really well. Well, just think, like think of the past few years where, where Microsoft has released maybe three exclusives a year, and one of them is always a Forza game. Yeah. But, like, they always have this huge stage show with tens, if not close to 100 games. I think what last year or the year before they were telling it was, like, 70-something games. Yeah. You know? Uh, and they always excite us. Yeah. And they and they always, like, it provides a, uh, an opportunity for them to partner with the third-party partners and say, right. hey, these are the games that are going to be on our platform. Um, to talk about kind of the future, mm-hmm. talk about other things. I don't know. It just makes me feel like Sony's like just kind of like sitting back, being like, "Okay, we're just gonna wait. We're, we're just on. Doing our thing. We're, we're on top right we're now. On top. Uh, just chilling. We don't need to make any big moves. Um, we're gonna wait until we can reveal this big thing. And I, <clears throat> the the only thing I respect about their move is that it's disruptive. Yeah. And what are we all talking about right now? Sony. Yeah. Whereas we wouldn't if that's they true. were going to be E3. That's true. I also feel like that, though, that that's a relatively small drop in the consumer bucket. Agreed. Of, like, their their marketplace. Like, because, again, like, that's that's people who, like, follow the gaming right. industry and, like, they know that Sony's going to be gone. A lot of people look at E3 outside of that where, like, that's that's where that's the one event that I knew about before, like, I was, like, super into the, you know, gaming news and things like yeah. that. Um, I still like looked at E3 and was like, oh, there's new game news that comes out in June. Well, they're ba- and, and this is the thing when he's saying, you know, hey, we can move the, you know, uh, we're trying to see if uh, E3 can move to be a um, more consumer facing thing. Yeah. It's like, well, that's already, there are already uh, conferences out there like that do that. Mm-hmm. So you have PAX. Yeah. And um, uh, Gamescom. Mm-hmm. Those already serve those functions. Yeah. And it's like, this is still like a primarily press oriented experience. Yeah, and at the very least it's again it's it, it the convention aside. So the convention would happen and it's like, "Oh, we have, you know, space on the show floor. We bring out people to play and demo these games and go write articles about these games and and that's all like happening in one spot." But then the other thing was like it, these press conferences and new game announcements are happening. And that's where these on the side lines of all of the E3 stuff kind of like around the fringes is where a lot of movement on the news announcements happens. And that's what they're like being left out of in this case. Like they're being left out of the entire thing. So like, I don't mind if like, Hey, if E3, the convention needs to be like, Oh, let's morph it into more of a fan thing, which they've been doing over the last couple of years where they're offering public tickets and, and things like that. Um, but like I look at it and I go, Microsoft literally didn't have space on the show floor except for their, uh, their mixer booth. So like last year and they, they had their entirety of their, uh, their demo stuff 
elsewhere. Oh, where, so did EA. Right. So, I mean, I get it. But I think that there's, there's but, but they're, they're also doing press conferences. Yes. And still, they're still having announcements. They still, still have doing, things there. They're still doing behind closed doors demos yeah. with, the, with uh, the press. I mean, yeah. I mean, again, they can do what they want. Mm-hmm. I feel like they should just come out and be like, hey, it wasn't right for us this year. Yep. We'll see you. We'll, we'll tell you our plans for E3 in the future. Right. Rather than come out here and say, try to legitimize it by saying, hey, E3 is irrelevant. Yeah. Basically, like, to, saying to the whole industry, E3 is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. It, the press don't need it, which is not, not true. Not true. Again, they, they, they make money off of that traffic. Retailers don't need it, but that hasn't, that hasn't been true for years. Right. With the advent of, uh, of digital games and the fact that they, yes, Retailers do make decisions way earlier in the year about what they're going to buy. Yeah, that's how you get crazy leaked games, you know, on on Walmart Canada's you know website <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, so it's just like it's all it's, it's basically just giving an excuse for. It's, I just come on, guys. Just. <laughs> Again, this is a it's it's a it's a statement that's like it's it 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 becomes part of the conversation but not in a positive way and like oh. it's it's a misstep that didn't necessarily have to happen like i feel like you just don't have to answer this question and don't have to elaborate nearly as much as 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 was like elaborated. We, we looked at our upcoming portfolio and it wasn't right for this for us this year right we'll tell you what our plans for 2019 are in a little while yeah that's i just i just answered that question way better than sean Layden boom did <laughs> hire me sony that's right and be your PR person. Literally, just you know, take take all of uh, Sean Layden's interviews for him. At least have me in the room. I'll be uh, Sean. Sean, you should uh, <laughs> sh- 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 stop. 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 <laughs> I'll uh, I'll take it from here. Yeah, I think I can answer this question. <laughs> I think I can, I can. I think I can tell you what Sean is really trying to say. <laughs> oh, what man. he really means. Um. So, Chris, is E three irrelevant? To no. You? No, it's freaking love E3. I love it's, E3. It's 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 like Christmas in June. God, it's so good, man. And I also love a good press conference. I'm bummed that, that Sony's not going to be there this year because I do love a good press conference. <laughs> yeah, were they good press conferences? <laughs> some years, some years, some years right. they were. You're right. I actually I liked going to the theater. Oh, dude, that was super the PlayStation fun. experience. Oh, the energy in the room was so good. Like yeah. to cap off the end of like that day of like E3 stuff. Like to be like, oh man, all these announcements have been made, and now we're just in a room full of people that are excited about all the announcements that already have been made yeah. and the ones that are about to be made. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself now. I don't know. No, like we'll just have to like find a big room of excited people. Like maybe there's just a sports game going on that night, like some ah, baseball yes. game. Like we'll just have to go down like go down a sounds game or something. Yeah, like go to a big like place with a lot of people that are excited about something. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That'd be great, actually. I'm into it. That's the news. That's the news. The Lego movie too, Chris. The Lego movie too. Everything part. is not awesome. That's the song they sing, but, that, but this movie was, was good. It was good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it sound like the movie was bad. Dang, you're right. I did not mean to do that. <laughs> no, I've, I've enjoyed this movie a lot. Yeah. It's a really good movie. Yeah, so um, spoiler-free for a minute here. Yeah. Um, and we'll do a spoiler countdown before we spoil it. Yeah, I think uh, – I don't think this is – you know, I would, I would probably give the – I don't know what I've what I've said before in previous episodes. Nine point five is what we all gave it universally on that episode. I looking back, I like I don't know what I would change like with that movie. 
Like, and I don't know why I give it a 9.5 other than my hesitance to give it a 10. Mm-hmm. That was one of our earliest reviews. So I would probably give this a 10. Yeah. Like, I think it's like, not, 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 sorry, not this one. The first one. The first one. The yeah. first Lego movie. Yes. Um, I would, I would give that a 10. Yeah. And, uh, so I, um, I do not think this is a 10. <laughs> uh, but I, I think it's really good. It's, a, it's good for a follow-up. And I think that they, you know, one of the things that we've talked about on the podcast before is the twist with the um, uh, the first movie, spoilers yeah. for the first movie, you know, the, the live action parts. They kind of just lean into that in this mm-hmm. um, without being gimmicky about it, which is good. Which they is really They good. don't try to twist it again, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, and like they, they establish, like, they're like, oh, you already know. That this is what's happening, yes. you know, this is, that it's this story in the because imagination. We, do. we don't need to like, we don't need to reveal it again, you know. Yeah. Uh, and build it. Up. I think they're, you know, narratively that helps. That yeah. that, that works. Um, it, uh, I think, makes that part of it a little less impactful. Yeah. Um, but I think that it it, it works. But that it's not a surprise, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. Th- that and it's like you know, yes, because you know that there's going to be some kind of real world application to this yeah. story, okay. and so you're kind of looking for it automatically from the beginning, rather than like from you're not necessarily doing that with the other one, the, yes. the, the first one. I get, yeah, I get what you're saying. That like, hey, you know, whenever uh, on first viewing of the of the first one, you're like, oh, I'm not looking for it, but I feel like because like you are looking for it on the second viewing, it still is such a good a good story in the like live action aspects that it's like, it still is with like just, movie, yeah, with the first movie. Like, whereas with this one, I feel like just in general, like it may not quite have reached the, that level of, Agreed. of impactfulness, like in the real world. And so that's yeah. why it like, and we can talk about that in the spoiler section. Like, yeah. I feel like we're getting really close to like, Ooh, we're, okay. we're skirting the, the narrative here. Okay. Cause then I want to dive into why, but yeah. Um, yeah, I think like for the most part, like, you're getting into a story that um, I think the thing that it, like the real world helps do is like this is more outlandish than in setting than mm-hmm. the uh, first movie yes. ever was. Like the first movie, you know, you feel very like grounded in that you are in Lego sets. Yeah. And there are these different worlds and you're like maybe jumping between them, but like yes. there are still like these are all the different Lego worlds that exist. There's the old West. There's the city, you know, that the kind Lord of thing. the Rings. There's the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. There's ocean pirate, mm-hmm. you know, um, I also think that, that, that the, uh, the animation in the first movie was better. I think they spent a lot more time with stop motion mm-hmm. and making things look like Legos. Yes. One of the things we've brought up with, with more recent, like the, the Lego Batman movie and Lego Ninjago is that, you know, the explosions are just explosions. Mm-hmm. They, they don't look like Lego explosions like right. in the first movie. And I think the same is true here f- also for a lot of it. Yeah. Some of it, they go back and forth. Um, I don't think it's as, as egregious of a departure as like Lego Ninjago, mm-hmm. but I also don't, I think we're like, we're, we're still not like, we're still not all the way back to, the way it was in Lego Movie One. Agreed. Like I think the uh, the concept that they had for the original Lego Movie was like, hey, this this should be feel like it could exist in a Lego set. Like yeah. sometimes it would be scaled down, sometimes they'd scale it up, sometimes they'd be like on a Lego you know backdrop or whatever, and you know, but pretty much everything in there was all Lego. 
Yeah. And whereas like, you know, in, in Lego Ninjago, especially like, oh man, there's like real-ish looking water yeah. in that movie. And so it's like, you know, that was, you know, in, in just the setting. And it's like, okay, there's, that's not Lego water. That's just regular water. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I got a little bit of that, that like where it's like, oh, this couldn't all exist in Lego stop motion. Like if you went and did the time rather than doing it in computer animation, you couldn't do this entire movie in stop motion. Yeah. Um, I still think they did, like, there was a lot of attention to detail that's not there in Lego Ninjago. Sure. In that, you know, like, they're, you know, you can still see, like, thumbprints on some of the, you know, yeah. characters. And, you know, you can tell that these are supposed to be actual objects rather than computer animated Legos. Yep. Um, so that's cool. Uh, voice acting, uh, we had the, the whole suite of characters back. I think they did a great job. Um, there, it's a, this kind of gets into plot a little bit, but I think it's worth calling out. This is kind of a musical at times. Yeah. That part was, I don't know, you know, like I could go either way on it. Yeah. I think it worked for some songs, other songs it didn't. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we can talk about that later. I'll, I'll agree with you on that one. Like where it, <laughs> I was surprised and I'm not going to lie, a little disappointed like uh, that it was a, whenever it, it like kind of turned halfway into a musical in some instances. I wasn't like, as, dude, I wasn't as disappointed as I am in some musicals. Oh, no, like for sure. I'm like, oh my gosh, another yeah, song. For sure. Well, I mean, like, and there's like, it, it varies in quality and it varies in like production. But I, that's the thing is like, I feel like this one. I wanted to like yeah. the songs more. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I wanted to be like, okay, I'm going to sing this song a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sing any of these songs, really. I don't, yeah, I don't think there's a single one. Like, yeah. You know, there's, I mean, you know, there's one that's really obnoxious mm-hmm. about getting stuck in your head. Uh-huh. Well, you heard that one at the beginning of this uh, this segment. Yeah. But, uh, but like, that one doesn't even get stuck in my head. No. I don't. I can't remember it right now. I can't even. I can't even. So. Like, it's, it, yeah. I, I, but I can remember this is the song that never ends. Right. From... Lamb chop. <laughs> right, right. Well, so, of course, because that's lamb chop, man. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's ingrained in, in, if you watched lamb chop, like, at all. We've lost like, half of our audience it's at this in, point. It's ingrained in your DNA. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's like, it was it was part, like, part musical. And, like, that was, it was interesting. It was an interesting choice. I'm yeah. like, it was a risk. I'm like, sure, I'm it's happy fine. you took it. It's Whatever. fine. It, like, didn't necessarily land every time for me. Music was a big important part of the first one as uh-huh. well, uh-huh. but it was integrated. It wasn't a musical, but it was integrated in such a way that it felt natural and had a, a yeah. reason in the plot. I think the or- so. I think the orchestral score was good in this. Like, but I only like I noticed it a couple times. Um, there was there was a couple like one time where it actually, and the only reason I noticed it was yeah because it sounded like Star Wars exactly. <laughs> I, 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 the same here, man. Where I'm I was like, literally just like, wow, was Star Wars. It's fascinating, like that they turn it into like the, the, a lot of uh, a lot of the space kind of elements of it. Uh-huh. It does feel very like Star Warsy in those ways. Yeah. Um. So Which yeah. last time we had the Millennium Falcon show up, I don't don't remember any. Star Wars integration into this one. No, there wasn't. Unless that that spaceship that the Justice League got on was a. Uh, it was not. No. Okay. I think that's a Justice League spaceship, actually. Like okay. it's it's a uh, yeah. It just looked like it could have been a Star Wars. The ship. wings on it, especially, looked like it could yeah. have been. Yeah. Um. Overall, uh, I say go see it. Like, yeah. If you enjoy these movies, yeah, you know, definitely go see it. It's like I mean. You, I didn't fall asleep in the middle of it like I did in Lego Batman. That's right. <laughs> or Lego Ninjago. I think I almost fell, I fell asleep in, part, in that part, that one too. Whenever they're up on the mountain, totally fell asleep. 
I don't remember you falling asleep that I totally remember this the Lego Batman uh, one. Because I was snoring. Well, then you like woke up and you're like, well, what what happened? And I'm like, nothing. Nothing. Nothing happened. Nothing happened for yeah. the last like 15 minutes. I rewatched that again uh, a few months back, and I was like, yep, that's uh, nothing happens there. Yeah, it's a really gorgeous movie though. Oh yeah. The effects in that movie are. I would say phenomenal. though, like you know, let's let's say you know, in terms of like pretty movies, this is. Uh, Lego Batman's prettier than this. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I, I don't know, like the. I just don't think it reaches the heights on any level that mm-hmm. the first movie did. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, and like, it's I, I don't know that it has to. Like we've talked about before, where it's like yeah. ah, comparing like a sequel to the first one is always hard. But like, yeah. because it's like oh, that's what you're in, like initially gonna do because you're like oh, I love the first one. It was a ten out of ten. Yeah. And then like the second one comes out, and you're like, well, it wasn't quite what the other one was. But this is still a good movie yeah. like i still enjoyed myself um you know for the most part throughout the entire movie i laughed a lot true like although we've talked about this with sequels we can dive into it in a second like i don't know that this one necessarily if if we can make a case for this one to exist without the first one no i i mean maybe it does like maybe it could but like it, you might be able to piece together what's going on sort of but like, like if you, you watch this movie yeah first I think that you might be a little confused. See, I feel like you'd get it like like within the first like you'd, you'd get, figure it you'd out. understand what happened, but yeah. it would not have the same impact as the first movie. Maybe. I I don't know. It might have more though because like there are things that happen in this one that kind of also happened in the first one and they were like super amazing and surprising in the first one where I, like this time I wasn't as surprised by them. Yeah, we can talk about this in a second, but there yeah. are things I don't think you would be. Okay. Because they, they allude to it within the first like two seconds of the movie. Yeah, this one literally picks up right where the other one finished. Yeah. And so that, that was rel- relatively interesting for me as well because yep. I was like, oh man. Yeah. That's that's a that's it. I, I guess like it makes it makes a lot of sense in, as the ongoing story within yeah. this you know the 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 kids like right. brain like imagination. It's like okay, that makes sense that it would pick up right there because like right. there were times whenever you know you'd play as a kid and oh you'd pick up the next day and you'd like pick up right where you left off. Right. So like that makes a lot of sense, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I could see. Oh, right, we need to spoil this. All right, man. The spoiler clock is a one. You know, we both say go see this movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and we're going to spoil this thing in a big five, four, a three, a two, a one. Throw out a spoiler. Emmett comes back from the future as Rex. <gasps> um, yeah. So what I'm alluding to is like really early on, like they, they, like, for instance, in the, in the first movie, mm-hmm. you do not even have a hint that there is a real world portion right. of this right. until like well into the movie, yeah. Like, and they're showing like things happening. They show the the going up the stairs and mm-hmm. the little boy and the little girl, yeah. Like within the first like few seconds of this, so you already know, right? So like that impact, like you understand already. Like this is okay. These are kids playing with these mm-hmm. now, yeah. And that impact. That's what I'm saying. Like with you've 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 spoiled the the one of the biggest parts of the first movie sort of and so like that's yeah. that's i think that's why you've like this cannot even like possibly have as big an impact right without by doing that i think that that's the only way you could do a sequel to that movie definitely because like yeah. if, if you just you ignored ignore it. that it existed or you know if but you, that's why i'm saying no yeah. like, i don't think that's why i don't think that this one on its own if if this was just a a standalone movie would ha- like again it can't stand alone as well as i would like it to hmm. 
I feel like that once you get that set up, though, like of like, oh, well, these kids are playing with these, like that's what's happening. Like you would be fine um, to like follow the narrative through and enjoy yourself and laugh at the jokes. And then the things that I, that happened in the first one, where it's like, oh, whenever Emmett was dropped on the floor and like actually moved in like the real world, yeah, um, that happens a couple times in in this, and that to me like would have more impact this time if you hadn't seen it the first time because you're like, oh man, yeah. they actually moved. I think they stuff, did, but so. again, I think they did it better the first time where it's like he like, it seemed like he was, you know, there's a lot of effort and there's right. some humor in it, you know, yeah. when Will Ferrell's looking over. Yeah. And this one, it's just kind of like, they're right, he's underneath a dryer. Yeah. And uh, it's just not, it's just not the same. And I'm not saying it has to be. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's not, the, not, it doesn't stand alone as well as I would like it to. Right. And I guess like that's where I'm coming down. I was like, okay, I think like the concept of like them doing these things this way where it's like, oh, you always know about the real world or yeah, yeah you know, you, you, you have this set up from the beginning. I think it's fine to do it that way, but I think they just like the, the way they went about it wasn't as good as yeah. the first one. Yeah. You know? I, I also like a big, you know, and I, I'm kind of like, well, uh, I don't know how I feel about. We all knew at the the end of the first one, you know, the the you know, uh, Planet Duplo f- shows up. Yeah, and it's oh no, you know, yeah. like a, it's a good like gotcha way to end the the yeah. movie. Uh, but the, then the idea though that they didn't ha- get to experience any of the benefits of uh, kicking um, Lord business. Lord business out of yeah. control, out of power. Until just everything went crazy, mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of like off-putting to me a little bit. A little bit, like I mean, I I felt the same way where I was like, oh man, this feels like it literally just like goes really far into like goes super fast, like right off the yeah. bat, where you're like, oh, this is like it doesn't undo happening. what they did in the first one, but it doesn't like it. It kind of takes away the victory of the first one. Mm-hmm. I do think though that like th- in your imagination, like with like toys in general like that's what we did like we're like oh and then the next day yeah they attack again and they beat them this time you know <laughs> yeah, and so yeah. like it's just kind of this ongoing thing and so like I, I understand it I do too. but at the same time like it's uh it's one of those things where i'm like i thought the same thing where i was like ah, i wish they would have these characters i like them so much that i wish they would have been able to like reap the benefit of their success you yeah. know like let's yeah. let's let's be at least happy for a little while right here. um and so, yeah, and then then the the whole time jump, the fact that you get thrown right back into like the you know the negativity or like the oh man the oppression or like whatever, yeah, yeah. and then like literally a time jump of five years later, which is the amount of time I think since the first one came out, right? Correct. So that's why they did that. Yeah, but like because they want to use the same like actors and stuff like that. So like I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm just like, man, I I, <laughs> I actually kind of like that yeah. because I think it like. It's it's kind of like how Harry Potter, you know, grows with the, the audience. Yeah. If you read them as they were released. Yeah. I think that this, they're trying to do the same thing. We're like, okay, well, the audience is now five years older. So if you were a child, whenever yeah. you saw this, you are now five years older. Let's relate to them on an older kid level. Yeah. They might be dealing with anger. They might be dealing with, you know, uh, frustration or siblings. And I, and I, yeah. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm with you in that, uh, the jump, it's like it's almost like other than that, there's no reason for the time jump. Mm-hmm. I mean, I almost wish like we would have jumped forward in time before Duplo attacked or whatever. But yeah, it's like well, forget Duplo attack. Just say 
five years later, you know, like, yeah, you know, like the don't... ship shows up and like, it's playing, you know, the, like, yeah. Sort of, yeah, I get it. But it also plays back into like the, f- the literally the final act of this thing of like the queen being the heart. So there's a lot yeah. of, there's a lot of things Which that I was like, I don't know together. how I felt about that. That didn't necessarily impact me like that much. <sighs> Again, I just don't think it was delivered, delivered. Like it could have been impactful. Like it could have yeah. worked out well, like where he discovers, he discovers it as a kid. Like that I don't, it would I be don't know what like if that had happened before they revealed it within the, uh, the like to Emmett and all of it. Yeah. They said, okay. So they said it a couple times, but I don't understand the point they're trying to make by saying this started with you. That the point they're trying to make is that, Hey, she plays with Legos because he like inspired her to play with Legos by giving her this heart and saying, it can be whatever you want it to be. That's real deep. It's real deep. For and like again, I don't with, like they, it needs to be way more apparent than, than it, it didn't is. deliver it right. Yeah, no, it yeah. doesn't make any sense. Yeah, again, I think they have all of the right pieces, like Lego pieces, here, but it just like somehow it didn't quite come together on the level that it could have. Because I get that if you read into it a lot, but that was yeah. never explicitly said. Right. I mean, and I think for a kids' movie, you have to be a little more apparent with things like that. If it's a life lesson we're trying to teach, oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, in the first movie, like it was, it was very like hitting you over the head with it, almost like a, which, at a certain point, which is fine, which was fine, yeah. Um, so, like you know, I don't know, like the, going the, super subtle with this one, well, like and, makes it like yeah, less. so super subtle in that sense. But then, like, I think you figure out pretty early on that these are the that the that you figure out real early on that if the kids don't get along and mm-hmm. play together, right? Yep. Then it's gonna like cause they're gonna have to put away the Legos. You figure that out, so that's super apparent. Yeah, but then this is super like buried. Uh huh. Yeah, and, and I don't really know what life lesson that teaches, or what value that even teaches, or why that even matters in the first place. Really? Well, I mean that part doesn't. But like, hey, playing together, or like you know that hey. part totally does, and yeah. I think that part that part wins. But I'm saying the heart thing. That the payoff, there's really not a that, that's not a big payoff. No, that's not a big. But the, the, the it was the catalyst for him being like he, whenever he found the heart and found out that the heart was actually the like he put back together the queen as the heart right in the case yeah and like it was oh she wanted to play with me the whole time or whatever I get what you're saying but well, we knew that that's the, you don't have to do that to illustrate that fact yeah I the mean, fact that she's down there with all the Duplo things right. means she wants to play with them right but I mean like at the, at the same time it's like it. it it could have been the catalyst, but again, we knew that she was the Duplo thing or the the heart that he gave her. We knew that that was the case long before he ever found that heart. Yeah. And so it's yeah, it's the, the pacing, it's like timing of the those revelations, not quite on. So I don't know. It's back to things that I like about it. Like I liked I liked the real world kind of stuff of like these two yeah. dif- distinct worlds. I like the fact that we brought in like the Duplo stuff and we had the uh, the uh, the friends sets or whatever. Like we had all of these different aspects of uh, their distinct worlds colliding, yeah. and like that was super fun. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like it's it, it again the the main third act like turn of this thing like really just didn't feel like it right m- meant as much as it could have. I also don't like it's another another thing trying to figure out how this is like on a high level the time travel narrative where Rex comes back from the future and 
in order to trick Emmett mm-hmm. into destroying uh, his the the wedding mm-hmm. requires if that is actually the the boy playing that narrative out in his head in the play requires him to know that destroying his sister's thing will bring about Armageddon. Mm-hmm. That is way too meta for that to actually be be real. Right. Well, because if he knew that, he wouldn't have done it in the first exactly. place. Yeah, and wouldn't have, wouldn't have played that. 100%. Part of me wonders if like... Yeah, I mean, like, I had that problem with it, the, like, while we were sitting there as well. Because, like, I figured out that he was the same person pretty early. Definitely. Because it's the same. You can tell it's, it's Chris same, Pratt. Yeah, it's Chris Pratt's voice. And it looks, you know, it's and, it, and it's, I didn't, I didn't see necessarily, like, him being the, the enemy right. yet. But. You knew that it was him from the future. I knew it was him from the future. Yeah. And that, and I was like, that's, that's just like, that's so. Mm-hmm. My thought is like it doesn't make sense. So the only thing that I can think of that would would explain like the logic of that all with like or the the lack of it. Well, I mean like it would explain it in such a way that like the 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 imaginary universe like you know it's it's her like imagination and his imagination playing this out, right? And then they combine at the end yeah. or whatever. Like the only way that that works in world that the time travel mechanic works is if he retrofitted it in, in order to solve the narrative or have a, a, a enemy. And I feel like, like, cause otherwise again, like they literally asked the question in the movie, then who's the bad guy? Yeah. And then it all spirals back and it goes, this dude is. And, so if if the characters Ugh. if the if the boy and the girl have this revelation okay, that okay. someone's got to be the bad guy okay. and so then the, he retroactively goes back in and goes okay well this character must be Emmett from the future that would only work oh, if they man. make that decision after the destruction of the wedding which uh-huh. they don't they make I that know. decision before everything in the real world happens on a delay from everything in the imaginary world which I had a problem with throughout the entire thing because again with the heart thing you knew about the heart thing in the imaginary world long before you knew it in the real world with like before uh his imagination knew it and so then that's you, what i'm saying if it's his imagination that's making the story or yeah, her imagination i mean i think it's both of theirs it's both yeah it's both but, of theirs together but those are but, both delayed responses like every single time you would see it happen in the imaginary world and then you would see them realize it in the real world or like them play it out in the real world or whatever i'm okay and, with that know, it uh, but, seems, but it's 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 the it's the like it's it's those just like logic jumps yeah. that, like that the, if he knew this then he wouldn't do this mm-hmm. or if they knew that uh that this was going to cause this they wouldn't do this right like and that those are the if this is the narrative that he had this dream that at 5:15 all that stuff that is no longer this is that's that's this like weird like yeah. fore- foreshadowing that uh-huh. makes no sense in terms of this boy's imagination i've got it though because he knows that if they fight again at 515 well uh, yeah that the details are like oh, that's know. what i'm saying but like he knows that if they fight again that that she's going to come and take away the toys Definitely. so like we understand that so the like the idea of like oh man this character knows that like we've you know anyway i i'm there with you though where it's like throughout the entire movie i was very like this like it's not matching up because even in her imagination, if she's playing the part of like Batman and the uh, 
uh, other toys at the wedding. Right. And they know that, oh, if they don't get married before uh, 5.15 mm-hmm. is when mom is going to come in. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Like. Like, that doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense mm-hmm. for her to even know that. <sighs> yeah. I, I'm I'm there with you, man. There's like it doesn't. Have, there's this non. The real world doesn't make sense anymore, right? With the with the yeah. with the the Lego world, right? Well, I mean, and then the fact that like okay, so whenever Emmett or even like Rex or whatever, like whenever they're moving, like do they officially like? Are they are, are they, they sentient? Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's and that's and okay. So that's been in question since say, the first movie. Say, are they sentient? That's the only scenario in which this makes sense now, because this right. is now like it's basically um, uh, Toy Story, mm-hmm. where these toys make up these narratives based on these things that are happening in the real world. Yeah, based on how they're being played with by these right. the children. Whereas, like in the first one, like that was kind and of like that dad. was a, that was a question. It's like, is he sentient? Yeah. Or is all this in the? But it was pretty much like explained that this is all in the boy in the father's head. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, mainly mainly in, the boy, mainly in the boy's head. But yeah. like eventually, like at the end, the father's. Yeah. But then again, Emmett jumped off the table, and his dad found him, or whatever. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Like that's why that was so like that was just so impactful because mm-hmm. it broke then that rule that they had created. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one, it feels like it's just breaking them left and right. Yeah. Just all over the place. Yeah. That's why it's not impactful to me. Yeah. I mean that's the thing. Like I, I again, I I think all the pieces are potentially there if you put them together in a, in a certain way. But like they just, it, it didn't feel as well crafted. No, um, or well thought through as a narrative. What is and, this going to do to the viewer emotionally? Right. And like at what point? Like does what person know what? And when do we share that with the audience? Mm-hmm. And then so I think numerous times we we got information before we should have had it. And then there were other times whenever it's like this person knew something that they didn't like shouldn't have known at this point or whatever. So yeah, it just it it literally within the logic of the universe that they set up, it doesn't make sense yeah. narratively. Yeah, fascinating. Yeah, about it being a musical though. Um, oh man, I, I do think like there are, there were <laughs> like there's one song that plays like really well, which is the first song. The first song, yeah, the I'm not an evil yeah. uh, queen. I laughed. A bunch. I thought that, that was song. yeah, that was amazing. It was so good because and and I and I even love the fact that like at the time you think she is an evil queen. Oh yeah, because you're like this. There's no way this person like you are being crazy yeah. right now. I love like Wild Style later on says it. She's she's like, oh wait, you mean you were telling the truth during yeah. that song? It's like you're terrible communicators. <laughs> and they're like, yes, 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 you are. Um, but yeah, like that's uh that the musical aspect of it was like the rest of the songs you could just like i i just leave them like, i don't need them I mean, at all i don't even remember what they were. what were the so there was the uh there was the one that's going to get stuck in your head mhm and there's that the batman da- one kind of a dance party you know, the batman the, the one, one where like oh i am not going to marry somebody from gotham or something like that yeah so like, here's the here's the thing um okay let's just lay it out there in musicals i think we only heard three songs was it three and two it, of them were sung by the same person? Yeah. That's not how you do a musical. No. Like, you have different people sing the different songs. Yeah. I mean, it was, like, of the songs, like, those were the most memorable or ones. Or you like, make it this crazy, like, you make it this uh, this thing where this one character is, yeah. is, like, living in this musical world. Right. Where they're the only one who sings. Yeah. But they didn't. They, it's just like, yeah. again, it's just like we have weird rules here well, in terms of what it, what is happening with this musical. 
And I have no problem with something turning into a musical if yeah. the musical is like the music is great. Good. You know, it's like and uh, that first song, fantastic. Yeah. Was awesome. I can't remember the name of the song, but like, you know, for instance, like I I, I would say like let's relate to the Batman song, the song that's about Batman. Yeah. To like that's like the song that the turtle sings in Moana or mm. whatever it is, the crab. Yeah. Uh, you know, down in the den. Shiny. Shiny, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Such a good song. Yeah, I couldn't remember the name of the song. Such a jam, man. I know. It's so good. Uh, I also does, love... But it doesn't Lin- have the same, right, right, same impact. Lin-Manuel Miranda's demo of that song, like if you have the, like, the deluxe edition of the soundtrack of, yeah. of Moana, like he has a demo of his like... Whatever, whatever he like delivered on that song yeah. like as, a, as the demo and it's fantastic that's awesome it's so good anyway but yeah dude it's like yeah it's a it, it's this complete aside but it also like even even still the song like shiny from like moana it told you more information about maui that you right, didn't right. know before right it tells you like it, te- it like it they has a purpose things. yeah yeah and like and it literally like that's whenever the action of that uh, of that scene happened, and I think like that, a lot, well, I a think lot that, of things happened during music. I think that happened with the Batman one. You think? Because well, yeah, because yeah, you, you right. then realize that she's tricking him, yeah. and saying things, and and there's a ch- and he realizes he proposes at the end of it because yeah. he sings part of it. Yeah. So I get it. Yeah. It's just not as good as I would like. What's the third? Right. One? What's the other one? What was the other one? Pull it up. There was the. Uh, there's only three, right? So there's there's a lot more songs in it, but yeah, there's not evil. There's the catchy song. What is the? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, the catchy song. The Gotham City guys. Gotham. That's when she sings. Yeah. And then there's everything's not awesome, which was them in oh, the uh, yeah. toy box or whatever. And that was fine. That was, that was okay. I feel like they were trying. Hmm. <laughs> Again, they're trying to make a weird point there. The only like so the comparison that I'll I'll draw with that one is over to a movie that I really do, don't like. <laughs> I really don't like the movie Trolls. Okay. The movie Trolls is a I've bad movie. It. Yeah. But there's one moment in it. That is amazing. And okay. it's they sing true colors and they bring color back to the world. Mm, that's cool. And it's really good. It's really good. I'm like that that like that moment is really good. Just go, like YouTube that moment. The movie garbage. Is that from Tarzan? Uh True no. Colors? No. No. No, no. That's, no, just, that's, Phil that's Collins. just Phil Collins. Phil yeah. Collins is from Tarzan. <laughs> he did the music right. for Tarzan. What was the what was the song in Tarzan? Oh, that's a good question, man. <laughs> It'll be all right. Right. What is that? Isn't that it's not no, true colors? It's not true colors. Oh man. But remember the moment in Power Rangers with true colors? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. I, I literally watched that the other day Woo. just to see that scene. Oh, it's so good. Because mm. it's so good. Such a it jam. gives me chills every time. Yeah. So the trolls man. not as good as as that that true colors. Um but yeah. Trolls like that, but that was the kind of moment that they had there where it's like everyone's depressed and there's no life in the world and there's no point. And then we sing a song and it like emotionally gets everybody going and it rocks it. But, but like again, in this I movie, it just kind of fell sing flat. Along to everything's not awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like it's all new lyrics and stuff like that. And like, I, I, like you'll be in my heart. It just didn't work out as well. Yeah. You'll be in my heart. It's so good. God, so uh, yeah, Phil Collins. I know Phil Collins. Big is, shout out to Phil Collins right yeah. now. Man. Go listen to his music, not the music in this movie. <sighs> so good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And don't ever watch Trolls all the way through. <laughs> Let me just say. actively stay away from Trolls. I really don't like that movie. Um, I'm trying to think. Is there? I mean, I was kind of bummed we didn't actually see Will Ferrell. Yeah, me. Uh, yeah, you know, just because I like, did like the the. Where's my pants reference yeah. at the end? Yeah. 
that was awesome. Um, I think the, the banana. Uh, there were some really funny things in here, dude. There's some like I laughed a lot <laughs> yeah. during this movie. The banana character always tripping oh, on its own peel man, is it hilarious. Was so good. Also, like kind of like kind of uh, you're like you feel sorry for it. Yeah. Like, the first time it happens, you're like, oh man, she's making fun of him. Uh, but then it's hilarious. Uh, Bruce well, Willis showing then, up in a in an air vent. Oh, uh, dude, like, multiple times. Yeah. Like, cause she encounters him, and then, <laughs> then like Emmett and Rex encounter yeah. him as well. And he goes, he, like, they well, laugh at him. And he goes, That's hilarious, there. Bruce Willis. Um, I also love that it's not like his character from. Di- it's just Bruce, it's Bruce Willis. Willis. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, I definitely don't live they, here. They, they, they would like call him John McClane, but yeah. no, it's Bruce Willis. <laughs> he's like, I definitely don't live in here. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping he would say something from there, like. Something like, you know, go to the coast, have a few laughs. You know, like, <laughs> he'd say some line from Die yeah. Hard that would be amazing, but oh he didn't. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. Um, I love the, sp- the spaceship. Uh, like, all the spaceship stuff was still spaceship? like. Spaceship? Yeah. Don't touch me it, while they I'm didn't, didn't overdo it. Like, <laughs> yeah, it no. was like its potential. Like, they, I, I that's wish the thing. They like, avoided a lot of, like, potential pitfalls for sequels in that they didn't overdo any of the, like, jokes or references from the first movie. Yeah. Yeah, really. I mean, I think they they kind of like they overdid it with some of the tropes, like we said, like with the real world and right. the of course time travel, all kinds of stuff, you know, whatever. Um, but the yeah, like although jokes I, as far as that goes, yeah, jokes. I think they didn't. I, I do wish they'd use the the kitty, whatever its name is, Unikitty. Yeah, Unikitty more. Yeah. She her character in the first one was like a highlight. Yeah, in this one she was like really subdued, mm-hmm. except for the part when she was this giant like yeah. tiger cat thing, and, which was awesome. But it was very physical rather than it being like a yeah. uh, like rather than it being situational comedy. Yeah. It was very physical comedy. I will say like as far as the yeah, the comedy goes, like there was actually a lot more like slapstick physical comedy in the first movie that. Like we weren't this time we weren't in a theater full of kids, but I remember the first time we watched it, that was one of the highlights of that movie. We're like, hey, this was a good balance between mm-hmm. slapstick, you know, funny physical comedy yep. that appeals to the younger kids and also like uh situational and um dialogue based comedy yep. that appeals to adults. Agreed. And there wasn't a lot of the slapstick kind of physical stuff. I mean, honestly, like yeah, I mean the if I Maybe your assumption that like, hey, we're aging up with yeah, our possibly. crowd is like what what they're kind of like betting on here, where it's like, okay, rather yeah. than it being you know the the younger you know crowd that we're looking at here, it's 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 five years older now, and so yeah. we want to make sure that the references like that they they appreciate those more. We don't do as much of the like younger audience stuff. Yeah. Um, I also think like in in Lego Batman as well as in Lego Ninjago, we had like less of that too like it was like okay we you know there were moments in both of those movies but like the majority of it was basically just like okay this is just a movie being told with lego and it doesn't necessarily skew super young you know in that case um the other so, thing, I don't know. you know, the licensed characters were still there, but I think they were utilized. There were a few of them, fewer uh, of them. There were fewer of fewer of them, and they were given less to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like, um, in the first one, you know, had the whole council of elders right. where they were. You yeah, know, and it's like you saw a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Lando came up, and you know, like, oh, that was awesome. Talk to him. Yeah, yeah, we had Falcon. the million Falcon. Um. And this I, one, like, they were there, but they didn't really do anything. The only, like, the biggest interaction they had was, like, Superman. Yeah, and, and Batman, obviously. And Batman, obviously. Like, he's, like, a staple. Right. Um, I think it's funny, like, it's interesting that that's the case. That, well, we didn't see a single Star Wars character. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't really see, aside from uh, Rex's, like, 
chaps or whatever we didn't see any like cowboy kind of stuff yeah it literally like it didn't have as diverse of a world um lego set kind of a thing aside from the duplo and the friends yeah. and the like you know on that side of things like we had like a lot of like different sets and different worlds yeah but I would like to see like some of the classic stuff, like oh the Lego Ghost and that sort of thing didn't show yeah. up. And they made a joke with a uh, you know Gandalf dying or whatever, and then coming back as a ghost. And so I, I don't know, like it's a uh, there are things about the first one that's like I that were huge pluses for me that just didn't show up here at all. Yeah. Um, and then the things that like are here again, I think the, like I said, it's just like it wasn't quite as meticulously thought out. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I do. I, I was. I appreciated the Marvel uh, licensing thing. Where they're like, yeah. they're like, oh, and Marvel won't even we'll answer our back. calls. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that it was very. Again, and it, it, yeah, that's another. And that's another difference. And that this was very uh, self and real world referential mm -hmm. versus the first one. Yeah, like you know, you have Batman talking about how many movies he's been in, and the fact he referenced to the Lego Batman movie. Yep. Um, whereas I don't know that. In the in the first one, they wouldn't have done that, mm -mm. and I don't know, you know. It's it's neither here nor there in that case. Like it's just a different style, like a different, different approach. Different take. And again, it's it's like I don't know. It's it just, just it feels different. It does feel different, and like I, I don't particularly like it as much. Yeah. But it's like it doesn't mean it's bad. No, I just, laughed at those jokes. Yeah, it's just like they were a little bit, little bit more okay, uh, it's, low hanging. It's, it's at least it's at least uh, in line with their take on the rest of the movie being, you know, having a relationship with the real world. Right. Right. <sighs> Anything else to talk about here? No, I think I'm good. Do we have a third one, Chris? Do we make this a Lego movie I, trilogy? I think so. I mean, well, I don't, I don't know how successful it's been. I think right. like, I think you can totally do it. Yeah, I agree. Why not? I think it would be a, a fascinating one to like you said like to age uh, up with some the kids and that sort of thing and you yeah. know like kind of like we do with like Toy Story in that way. I'd rather not wait another five years. Agreed, <laughs> um, but I do think this one went into production pretty quickly after the first one was such a big success. It's just they didn't you know put it out like it takes it took a long time to make yeah. this one or it took a long time to like get uh, everybody lined to back up for it. Yeah, um, and obviously like Will Ferrell like they just couldn't get him in, yeah, in person get him in physically. So. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, like it, I, I think we, I, I would love to see a third one. I love these characters. Oh, I love too. Emmett. I love wild style. I love Unikitty. Um, I love Batman yeah. obviously. Um, but yeah, I, I would love to see a third one. I just don't know what they would do with the third one. Um, yeah. and I didn't know what they were going to do with this one. So yeah. <laughs> would watch though. Would watch a third. I'm ready to rate this. Me too. What do you want to rate it? I'm going to give this an eight. That's exactly what I'm going to give it. Yeah. Eight. Eight's cool. all around, Chris. Eight's all around. The Ochos. <laughs> so next week, what do you think we're uh, what are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know, man. That's a good question. Is there is there something that comes out next week? Nope. No. Doesn't look like it. We could do Elite Battle Angel. We should. Wait, we what might... is Chaos Walking? What was uh, that? I don't know what that is. Chaos Walking. I'll put that on there. That doesn't sound familiar to me, Chris. Hmm. Yeah, I think we should we should see if Fultron will come on and uh, yeah. we review Elite Battle Angel. That's, a, that's a, I would love to do it with with Fultron because he's super excited about that movie. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm excited about like from the trailers. For but all I know, he's seen it three times at this point. He very well could have. He could be on the show right now talking about it. Why yeah. isn't he? 
I think he's. I think he has whatever I had. Oh no! It's been going around work, man. Oh no! It's, it's literally taking everybody out. Oh no! Not even kidding. Oh no! Yeah. Um. So maybe next week. Yeah. With him. I like it. You can find us online at StayTargetPodcast.com on Twitter at ChrisRight two five zero and JohnRight seven 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 and at StayTargetPod. Please go to your podcast service of choice. Review us. Tell all your friends about us. We really appreciate it. We do. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. target.